This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Studio Day Heffrey, where today's cowboy topic of the day is a little twofold. We talk about the guys who... We finally have a rumor ruski of a guy the Cowboys could be interested in that might actually make people happy, that we might actually care about. So far, the only guy from outside the organization they've added is James Washington, the Steelers' wide receiver. And I guess I haven't done a video since that happened. So quickly on James Washington, then we'll get to Zadarius Smith and Bobby Wagner. On James Washington, This is standard Cowboys business before an NFL draft. This is, in theory, if we had to go play tomorrow, James Washington could be our third wide receiver, and we could go play football. My guess is that they and I would more so hope that James Washington would be your fourth wide receiver. So this doesn't change that there's a very good chance. Heck, there's a chance they're not done signing wide receivers, and there's a pretty darn good chance, I believe, that In the first two or three rounds, you're still looking at a wide receiver. Washington never had the NFL impact that some thought he would have coming out of college. He was always a really weird draft profile where he was a deep threat, but he wasn't a speed guy. And it gets a little bit tricky when you're talking about a guy who, in theory, is a deep threat. And he's playing with a quarterback whose arm is shot. So, James Washington, realistic expectations... Hard to say, but the fact that he had such a small market, you probably hope he's your fourth wide receiver, not your third. Now, moving on. Things still left for the Cowboys to do. Obviously, we're still waiting to see J. Ron Kirst be brought back to the Cowboys, but he, much like every other free agent in the history of the world who may end up as a Cowboy, is like, hey, but that's not enough. And they're like, what you going to do? And so now the question is, what is J. Ron Curse's market? Are there teams out there that are interested at more than the Cowboys are offering? Or is he just trying to get himself some more money because he had a good year? And the Cowboys are like, yeah, you need Dan Quinn. And he's like, that's disrespectful. And they're like, well, if you have a better offer elsewhere, take it. And so does he? Don't know. So the J. Ron Curse thing probably happened fairly soon. And the one that I would love to see happen today, I've seen one report one singular report from a guy at Pro Football Network that the Cowboys have significant interest in Zadarius Smith, formerly of the Green Bay Packers. Zadarius Smith last year, back. Backs are scary. So, Zadarius Smith, am I interested? Should they be interested? Hell yes. Zadarius Smith is a really good player. Double-digit sacks two years in a row, also a good run stopper. Zadarius Smith is a really good football player. Now, this will be his age 30 season, and he's coming off of a back injury. That combo platter might be the reason that the fairly cheap Cowboys have a shot at signing Zadarius Smith, and hopefully they do get that done because Tank Lawrence and Zadarius Smith set you up to be really, really good. Honestly, if he's healthy or near healthy, uh, better than Randy Gregory. You might get him for less. So the Cowboys' mistakes might end up as a winner. Or maybe 
This is just them floating the idea that they're interested to calm you guys down who hate the Cowboys right now. I love the guy who made a statement on Twitter like he's an agent or a player announcing he's now a Chargers fan and he's left the Cowboys. It was really funny. I enjoyed that. Because here's the thing about fandom. Nobody gets to tell you how to cheer. If you decide, screw that, I don't care where I live, I'm going to cheer for whoever's earned my fandom, more power to you. But I know most, I know most, you live there or you grew up cheering for them. So like, that's going to be your team. The end. Can't leave. Just have to take this punishment. Uh, okay, my buddy Mike Crum asks, if you could only sign one, Sedarius Smith or Bobby Wagner, which would you choose? And does the linebacker slash edge class this year impact that decision? No, and I would choose Zadarius Smith over Bobby Wagner, mostly. Now, this is assuming that Zadarius Smith, you bring him in, you check him out, and you're like, hey, that back's going to be okay. He's fine. Uh, I would choose Zadarius Smith over Bobby Wagner because I think it's a bigger need. It's a more premium position. And when you have a need at a premium position and the potential to fill it with a premium player, go do it. But I, I'll take both. I'll take Bobby Wagner, too. Bring him in here, put him next to Micah, and let's party. But I almost kind of need Zedarius Smith. Because right now, if you were to line up and play, you would have, what, Dorrance Armstrong and Tank Lawrence would be your starting edges, I guess, based on money. And then Terrell Basham and Chauncey Golston behind that. You could play with it, but I'd much rather have Zedarius Smith out there. I can figure out linebacker. I can figure out. I'm not going to get a another guy anywhere that's going to line up at right defensive end and do what Zedarius Smith, if he's healthy, can do for my football team. Bobby Wagner's still really good too, so I'm not trying to discredit that. More so that edge is harder to fill than linebacker and edge is a more premium position than linebacker. So if you have that opportunity, you go get Zadarius Smith, but go ahead and get both. Jay said, are the Cowboys picking between Tyron Matthew and J Ron curse? And if so, who do you pick? And this is where you gotta be careful out there, guys. If you're on the tweeter and you're reading a report, most of these reports are shit. You just have people who change their profile to say that they write somewhere or whatever. And people eat that stuff up. I haven't seen anything that ties Tyron Matthew to the Cowboys to this point. Uh, would I take him? Sure. You'd have to figure out what you're going to do. Honey Badger and Malik Hooker. Oh, they could play together. That'd be okay. Honey Badger's a unique player, but he could play a single high. Hell, I think he could play a down safety, but in today's NFL, I really want you to play with two deep safeties anyway. And, have to play half the field, and they're both capable of that for sure. Uh, so I don't know. It'd be cool to bring in Honey Badger too. I think they're going to get something worked out with J. Ron Curse, and your safeties are going to be Malik Hooker and J. Ron Curse, and they're going to just keep rolling that way. But if you want to bring Honey Badger in the mix, I'm about it. Oh, one other guy that I wanted to talk about before I answer any more questions. David Ojabo, pass rusher at Michigan. He was going to be a top 20 pick. Top 20, top 24 he got hurt during his pro day, and the injury, it turns out, is that he ruptured his Achilles. That's about as bad as you can do. That means that he ain't going to play for you this year. He's going to be redshirting. What does that mean for draft stock? Could somebody still use a first-round pick on him? They could. My guess is that he will be picked somewhere between like 35 or 40 down to 60. Somewhere around there, 
that's your new Blue Star special. If you're okay with using a draft pick on a guy that has a really high ceiling at a really premium position as a pass rusher, 56. Cowboys second round pick, I'm interested in using that bad boy on David Ojabo. Faux show. So, go ahead. Oh, and that was uh, P. Stu's question. Torn Achilles on Ojabo. What are the chances Jerry would pull the trigger in second, third round for him now? I would do it in the second round. I'd do it in the second round. If you got him in the third round, you'd be stealing. QB the king. If Jameson Williams is still on the board at 24, do you pull the trigger? I say yes, because he's that speed deep threat this offense needs. Again, I think the Cowboys' third receiver is not on the roster yet. So, yeah, Jameson Williams is worth the 24th overall pick. So are about five other receivers in this draft. It's just a matter of what order do they go in, because everyone's rankings are different. The six names, and some people might not have my guy Sky Moore in their top six, but I do. Uh, so obviously him. Drake London at USC. Traylon Burks at Arkansas. Garrett Wilson at Ohio State. He's my number one. Chris Olave at Ohio State. And every time I do this, I start to try to miss one. Did I do Burks? Traylon Burks. Drake London. Those are your big guys. Garrett Wilson. Olave. Jamison Williams. Sky Moore. Ba 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 ba. Six best receivers in the draft, according to me. What are the worst picks for the Cowboys in the first two rounds? The worst thing you can do in an NFL draft is not be honest with yourself and force a pick. So to me, the worst pick for the Cowboys in the first round would be picking a defensive end that you don't think is worthy of number 24, but because he plays defensive end, we're going to use this pick. That's how you end up with the taco thing. That's how you end up with Taco Charlton. Is you say, well, we really need an edge guy. We really need a defensive end. Who's the best one available? And you look around the room, and the answer is, uh, what's the South Carolina guy's name? Kingsley. I don't have my board up. Barre or something like that. Uh, and you're just like, yep, defensive end. Pick him. Bad idea. Pick the best player. That's how you end up with the good players. Picking what you need early in a draft. That's how you end up with the bad players. So the worst two round, first two rounds would be forcing a defensive end pick with the top six of them already gone. And in the second round, forcing a offensive line pick if it's not your best player. So you got to let this thing come to you and work it out that way. Best second round wide receiver options for us from Ron. And where should we attack linebacker? Linebacker, you attack in the first three or four rounds. You'll find a guy that either is a really good player or a potentially really good player that comes with some risk. Second round wide receiver options in my brain. Sky Moore, obviously, number one. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, South Alabama, and John Mechie, Alabama. I think those are the guys that at 56, I would love it if one of those names were called. Okay, that is what I had planned for today. And then later today, I will go live. So you can leave in the comments what you'd like me to talk about there, or you can just talk to me in the chat when we get there. And remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.